following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. In three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, I have a very special guest. Jamar Bahala is in the building. How you doing tonight, Jamar? Hey, Jan, what's up? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Thank you for making time and uh, being open to share your story, man. Definitely appreciate it. For the folks yeah, out, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions just to set the tone. After that, we'll jump into the wheel of fate, uh, where we spin the wheel, whichever number it lands on. Um, that's where the conversation will roll, and then after that, we'll finish it out with some closeout questions. Sound good to you, Jamar? Let's do it. All right, man. Well, my very first question for you is, how have you been? Uh, it's been about a month or so since I've seen you. Uh, you've been doing well. You've been doing great. How you been, man? Uh, I've been doing okay. Honestly, I've been feeling a little anxious recently um, because of this recent uh, project that mm. I auditioned for. And I've just been waiting to hear back if I was you know, going to get called back or not. Um so I've been a little bit anxious about that. I just found out that uh, I got called back for the first round and then they liked me and they called me back for the second round and I'm flying out to Oklahoma tomorrow to do like an in-person audition with them. So um, I'm really excited for that. Big things, man. Big things. It sounds yeah, crazy. Yeah, big moves. Big moves. For sure. I, I understand that you can't really speak on it because you know it's all confidential and whatnot. Yep, uh, yep. But congratulations. That's what's up, man. Thank you. Um, so like I never got a chance to ask you this uh, and then for the folks out there who don't know um, I just met you we met on a set uh, for Sean Tatanis' project recently Um, but for you what level do you feel like you're at as far as your career you still at level one or you feel like you level three or you even higher where where do you feel like you're at I I am definitely I definitely feel like I'm bare bottom beggars can't be choosers very start of, of my acting career i got you very very beginning yeah for sure for sure that kind of uh moves us on to question number two which is what would you like the audience to know about you uh yeah uh i'm an actor i've uh just started recently working in the acting market last september uh i it's something i love and i want to do for the rest of my life and if i'm not acting you'll usually probably find me gaming those are the <laughs> two kind of big things that i uh, i basically do with my time for sure well what would you say is the spark that acting gives you like why are you drawn to it uh can't get enough of it yeah um i think one of the more interesting things about working as an actor is uh if you're able to get into a good place a lot of the projects you do are different all the time mm. so it's never repetitive there's always something new that you're learning whether it's something uh with production um something to do with the actual acting itself um you know with your character someone else's character the relationship you have with with a character there's always something to learn um it's refreshing and new every single time and that's just one of the big things that really drew me to um, working in this field. Because uh, I have ADHD. So like working a nine to five office job is very difficult for me. And uh, kind of this this field kind of works along with that. Mm, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Damn, ADHD, man. That's, that's no joke. Uh, no, no joke. You find that out like in your younger years or did you just recently come to that, uh, not conclusion, but uh, diagnosis? Yeah, I was recently diagnosed. Well, I don't know what you consider recent, but uh, I'm 26 now. I was officially diagnosed when I was like 22, 21, 22, something around there. And uh, when I was officially diagnosed back then it was such a relief man because growing up uh my parents were especially my dad was just really strict on school and stuff and i could never perform at the level that he wanted me to and 
I always felt like I was an idiot or there, there was something wrong with me or I was just really stupid. And just having that diagnosis kind of made me feel good in a way where it kind of made things kind of made sense. Like, okay, I'm not just a fucking idiot. Uh, there's a reason why you know i was performing the way that i was performing yeah yeah for sure yeah it must have been a, a, like a big weight off your shoulders man um, huge weight and i mean for someone who doesn't really understand or doesn't know like how how do you de- how would you describe what goes on in your head compared to like i guess normal people <laughs> yeah i, I will people with adhd it's kind of different with everybody Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm I'm uh, I can never really focus on things for very long. Um, so studying was never my strong suit, and was one of the reasons why I just never really did well in school. But uh, yeah, I my attention span is very short. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know if this is just ADHD or just me, but I'm very obnoxious. Um, what do you mean by I, that? I, I know you said that uh, <laughs> that was the one word you would de- describe yourself as, a, as obnoxious. I, I, w- I don't see that, man. But so why why do you no. <laughs> for yourself feel that way? <laughs> I'm just a big, loud, goofy fool, bro. And I just laugh like uh, the poo-poo pee-pee jokes, man, get me every fucking time. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, every single time. So in that kind of sense, I the first thing that comes to my head is obnoxious. Um, okay, I got you. It, it could it could be taken in a good way or bad way, however you want to perceive that. But uh, yeah, man. And I'm um, also it's I, I can't really stand still all the time. So you, if I'm sitting down, you'll usually find me like tapping on something with my hands or you know rocking my you know rocking my legs all the time. That's 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 one of those. I got you. I got you. Uh, and I'm just curious. Uh, like how how did you? I guess come up with the courage or you know i asked your doctor like yo i want to be tested for this because yeah i think something might be off was that did, did, was it like that or did someone recommend you uh yeah i got to a point in my life where um you know also one of the things with adhd is a lot of disorganization i got to a point in my life where i was you know i was 21 i was trying to you know kind of figure out figuring i was figuring out things on my own and i just realized that i was getting in my own way with some of the most simple tasks just like keys wallet phone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it got to a point where i would be losing it losing those things all the time and it would make me late for everything Mm. um and i just remember i just got in big trouble at where i was working at uh and it just made me think man i gotta I got to go see someone because my life is totally disorganized and I, I need help. Yeah. Yeah. I got you, man. Yeah. Um, thank, thank you for sharing. I know it's not always easy yeah. to talk about it. I appreciate it. Um, we'll move on to the, to the third question, which is if I were to do something in your honor, a way to express the energy you possess, what, what could I do, man? You're going to have to repeat that question. Uh, so what could I do in your honor? So like if I was going to honor Jamar in some <laughs> some form of act, how could I how could I honor you, man? Honor me. That's a mm, how could you honor me, bro? Just you could honor me. The first, I don't know. I don't know if, if I'm answering this correctly, but the first thing that comes to mind is just just wake up and do what you love you want if you want to honor me wake up do what really do what really matters to you in your life and don't look back for sure man man. yeah i got you and you you answered it perfectly man uh it's really up for interpretation and you know however people want to leave that message but uh i think we got you i think we got you now always nice and then my last question for you the um, before we move on to the icebreakers is on a scale from one to ten how well do you know yourself probably a five mm. well, that's right in the middle why a five yep I've been doing a lot of self-reflecting recently in maybe the past couple months and I've kind of realized kind of the 
how much I've changed in the past couple of years and just how much I'm changing every single day. Um, mm. And sometimes I discover things about me that I never really knew. Um, and, and a lot of that is, you know, props, shout outs to my therapist who's been helping me, you know, do a lot of that work of, of that self-reflection and understanding who I am and how I'm changing constantly every day. So, yeah, five. Gotcha. Uh, a follow-up is you, you mentioned your therapist. Shout out to therapists out there. Um, gang, gang. I think I've been struggling to find one that fits me. So, like, for you, what... How do you know that this therapist is, is like a, a good one, you know, uh, versus maybe other ones you may have experienced? Because for me, I, I'm not too sure. I, I had one experience where it felt like and this was through BetterHelp and I'm not trying to knock BetterHelp, but it was the experience was just that, uh, you know, like it was it was a FaceTime call. Um, I said my piece and I don't know, man, it felt different. I've had therapy when I was younger that felt deeper and and better i don't know why but now it just felt like you know here to hear my problem and maybe give me advice i, I remember <laughs> the reason why i stopped was he just kept saying you know what to do like like i knew the answer to what my issue was um and i wasn't satisfied with that you know i was kind of yeah. like I, that i get it i i maybe i just can't admit it but can you give me some more and it kind of stopped there so for you like how did you know that you know this therapist was a good one for you for me i knew my therapist was a good fit for me because he is able to ask me questions that need to be asked i know these are very vague oh no you keep keep it vague um, man i get it (laughs) yeah yeah he he kind of gets the questions that i need to ask myself and he kind of gets sort of the things that i talk about him too that i don't know exactly how to formulate what i'm like you know trying to get out and i'm very fortunate that he kind of just gets it um sure and this is definitely has not been the case with other therapists that i have seen recently in the past um i do think a huge part of that you know therapist client connection is really just it's kind of just like a friendship you know Mm -hmm. um sometimes you you talk to people you don't click and with with others you kind of just do and um some some at least with my experience that's kind of just how therapy was for me uh i've seen a couple people and i kind of just kept looking until i found a guy that just got me in 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 the sense that needs to be you know with with that you know client therapist rapport for sure for sure that's what's up man yeah. that's what's up uh you know it, it's it's a different connection man between a, yeah. a therapist and, and their client is uh i don't know it it's a deeper connection i don't because it's always like i don't know if it's for you but for me it was always like the deeper stuff that I, I never really talked about with other people uh and and it was non-judgmental you know they weren't really a part of my life except for that conversation you know uh and that distance made me made them feel more, I guess, safe. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I, I feel you, man. Um, for anyone there who who's looking for help, definitely recommend to try it at some point. Um, all right, man. Let's move on to the icebreakers. But before people go do that, if you are enjoying the content, please like if you might, share if you care, subscribe for a vibe that you didn't know was there. Hey, it's <laughs> dope, bro. What the hell? Right on, man. Crazy. This is some of the new stuff that I'm working on, but let's get on to the icebreakers. Here we I go. Do it. Uh, so this first one is going to be called the point of view. I'm going to give you some statements. Just kind of give me what your stance is on it. If you think it's true or false, if you agree with it, disagree. Uh, so okay. this first one is blood is thicker than water. Agree or disagree? like a logical sense i mean i think i'd agree with that but but in that sense of like you know um i I think people use this term sometimes to be like oh it's family above all you know oh no fuck that no fuck that family don't mean shit dude 
no, let mm. me tell you with my personal experience no 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 it all depends on who that person is and what they're bringing to your life family or not family you know? it, it just depends on the person yeah yeah no i got you um and feel free to pass if you don't want to uh, you don't need to give me all the details, but you feel like it sounds like that came from a from a sensitive spot. Um, oh hell yeah! <laughs> can, can that kind of stuff be repaired? Uh, definitely, it can be if both parties are willing to. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, my second statement for you is: overthinking is a bad thing. Yes. Why yes? Because just from personal experience and just experience with people I know, I mean, in circumstances, you know, maybe it could be okay. But for the most part, a lot of from what I've seen, um, it just causes a lot of anxiety. Mm. Got you. Yeah, man. I I mean, I think it's something I do a lot. Um, And I don't know if you could tell when when I am in social situations, uh, I, I feel like that I'm not. But it seems like, you know, people have asked me before, maybe I'm lost in thought or I'm daydreaming. And then I try to get right back into the conversation. But yeah, that, that, that kind of stuff happens to me all the time. Um, I, can I say it's a bad thing? <laughs> I, I don't know. And, and, and it's like, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, man. It's a I haven't. That's why I ask these questions, because I, ha- I don't think I've, I've you know, had that answer for myself just yet. But uh, for sure. And I'm going to throw you another one. Uh, this one is better to ask for forgiveness than permission. or false? You have you heard this phrase before? Or? I haven't, but I, I, I agree with that <laughs> in a general, in a, in a general umbrella. I got you. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's like I'm, I'm speeding, right? <laughs> I'd yeah. rather ask for forgiveness. <laughs> permission at that point but uh you know i haven't sped since in 10 years cops so don't don't come try to find my car uh but we'll move on to the next icebreaker which is word for word i'm gonna give you a word and then you give me your first thought that comes to mind this might be you might break the record you tell me your, your mind can jump jump a lot uh the record is 11 in 34 seconds so without further ado Here's your first word in three, two, one. Oh no! See, forgot. False start. False start. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, here we go. In three, two, one. Love. Who? People. Random. Happiness. Good. Art. Flavor. Past. Future. Culture people knowledge power dance tune god power life flowers hope dreams regret past got you man you did it uh, you, you got tw- you, you got 12 you got 12 uh let's in go <laughs> <laughs> gave you an edge that time that's what's crazy. up <laughs> Uh, it's crazy there's one word i'm gonna pick out and something you said explain why uh you said art was flavor what did you mean by that and i gotta try and unpack this shit uh okay when you said art i said flavor um the first thing that comes to my mind is just you know it's a very subjective thing you know sometimes if you order something at a restaurant like it maybe maybe you won't like it maybe your maybe your friend likes it maybe they don't like it you know um art is a very subjective thing and people are always going to have opinions on it um kind of just like a take it as it is or take it how you ever want to interpret it it's very uh art is a very interpretive thing and if you look at art whether you know in any of its form you're either gonna look at it and take it as probably one of the most delicious things you've ever tasted maybe you thought it was all right uh 
shit. Maybe you'd go back again for it, or you just think it's complete pile of dog shit. I'm never eating this shit ever again. Um, that's kind of how I uh, how I see that. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah. So for yourself, you have any unique flavors of art that maybe like you dug something and everyone's like damn you think that's good and then you're like yeah it's dope to me <laughs> it's, yeah it's funny because um so i own my own film production company um and i shot my first two short films uh earlier this this year mm. uh and uh as someone who is who's purely only you know, learned about acting and not about the production side and the editing side and the directing side of it all. It, it was very, very new to me, but it is art. And even though it is my, it is mine. I, I, I humbly will say that those were ass. <laughs> <laughs> they were ass because you know it's the first time I've ever done something like that. And obviously, when you when you when you do art for the first time without ever really studying and kind of just jumping in, it's never going to be good at first. But the more you do it and the more you learn and the more you learn about the craft over time, you'll see that your art will begin to improve um, as time goes on. And that's kind of just uh, how I see how I see that with my not only with my acting, but with my film production company. I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's something that's I want to say underrated. I feel like I've seen a lot more people wise up to that the fact that we have to kind of struggle in the beginning and be really yep. bad at what we want to do <laughs> um yes <laughs> you know like if you watch the first few episodes of this podcast even like i'll cringe when i watch it i'm like damn i should have put more thought should have done this should have done that but you don't really learn that stuff until you do it uh and yep, it's, it's even, all a learning experience you got to get your hands dirty you just gotta you gotta make shit until you, you can make it better <laughs> You got to be able to do it and also have the courage to share it, right? Like, exactly. you know, putting it out there is a scary ass thing, man, because you put so much time yes, and effort into something and then you're it's just a like, very vulnerable thing. It is it truly is. Yeah. And you just hope you find the people that rock with it. Right. And then, you know, grow yep. from there. So kudos to you, man. Yeah. Hey, Pick you up. too, man. You too. Right on. We're going to jump back into the main stage um, and then I'm going to pull up the wheel at this point. We're going to spin the wheel, give it a spin, whichever number it lands on, that's where it'll roll. Uh, so here we go, man. All right, let's spin it. And it's just a reminder, at any point, there's a number you don't want to answer, anything's too deep, feel free to pass, no pressure. Bet. Right. Oh, and uh, uh, maybe I should have talked to you about this beforehand, but I can curse, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't, no All need right, to censor okay, just, just wanted to make sure. Got it, yeah. got it. Here we go. Uh... This one's kind of heavy. I, I think all of these are heavy. Uh, and we, we jump it right in, boy. Let's do it. So, what was the situation when you didn't get the help that you needed? Uh, yep, we're hitting it. We're hit. We're going. We're going deep. All right. So when I was very, very young, um, looking back at it now, there were lots of things. You know, lots of things that I were that I was interested in and really wanted to pursue. Uh, but due to you know my parents and kind of just their ideas of things and kind of just uh the inexperience that they had as parents back then i feel like they didn't necessarily know how to uh, nurture my growth in the way that i needed to grow um and one of the things was i'm a very competitive gamer and i feel like if that was nourished when I was younger in my prime, I could have been a professional Halo player. That was like my dream. Um, and that was squandered. And it was always, you know, growing up, it was like a pipe dream. And that was like one of the saddest things. Like I never really got to achieve that. Uh, my dad thought of gaming as just like a distraction of, you know, just a distraction. It was never gonna get me anywhere. Um, it was kind of just a waste of time. And he kind of just took my dreams and just shit on it, you know. And that was a, that was a very sad thing to uh, experience. You know, no kid should ever have their dreams you know, shattered like that. You know, especially when it's by your parents. 
who want who you know want the best for you and they think they're doing what is best for you but in reality they're they're not yeah man i mean i can't speak on parenting just because you know i'm not a parent myself but very similar thoughts uh to what you've had for your folks i mean you know for me like it's hard because I, I don't want to put any blame on my folks i know they, they did their best right they did their best with what they knew mm-hmm. with what they had yep. um and i can't fault them for that and I, I don't want to i don't want to even frame that in my mind in that way um but most definitely felt like there's other things i could have been doing at certain times maybe uh, pursuing other opportunities and just because i work in the schools now um and mm-hmm. it feels like there's way more resources for them but I'm not sure. Maybe there were resources back then, but because my parents were were immigrants, they didn't know the system of how like you exactly know, school districts work, and all they knew was college. Get to college, get yep. a degree. Exactly. And then their mission. I don't know if your parents are uh, first generation. Uh, for my folks, you know, they just got here, and that's the idea. Yeah, same. That, that was their American dream, right? Get my kid through college, and I've accomplished something. And that's a lot of pressure too for them. It is uh, so. It's just, man. I mean, hopefully we can be better for for our for our kids, you know. Um, and that is knocking. the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and and uh, I just kind of wanted to follow up on kind of what you were saying about not knocking your parents. Uh, to be honest, I did. I did blame my parents for a very very long time, and it wasn't until recently, uh, this year actually, where I talked to my dad and I said, for the longest time, I blamed you for for a lot of things that went wrong in my life um and i've come to a point in my you know in my life i'm now turning 26 where i am done doing that and you know it sucked that you weren't able to give me everything that i needed but you did try your best and i don't blame you i just got to move on and 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 basically do the best that i can now that now that i'm a i'm a grown man uh, so yes, I did blame my parents, especially my dad, for a very long time. But I've come to a place where um, I know that they truly did try their best, and um, you know, at the end of the day, I love them for that. For sure, I, bro, that's that's a huge growth moment. I don't know a lot yeah. of folks that that can get to that point sometimes um, on both sides. You know, it's it's, it's cool that you, you and your pops like heard you out. Because uh, some parents don't don't want to hear it, right? Um, exactly. So that's what's up, man. I'm glad that you were able to do that. And yeah, I mean, changing the shifting that perspective gives you a little more power and control for yourself, right? It's kind of like a power. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's like it has nothing to do with my folks. It's it's, it's me. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that, that's a trip. Thank you for sharing, man. That's <laughs> these questions can 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 get be pretty hard sometimes. I, I love it. I love it. All right. Oh, I want to ask you. So, how good were you? <laughs> you said Bro, you could have done it. <laughs> I, was, I was real good. I mean, recently this year, um, I, I, you know, was talking about the pipe dream, and I had an opportunity to kind of see if I still had those chops, you know. So I was able to get on on an amateur team, and we were, um, you know, for the new game Halo Infinite, and we were we were we were scrimming some top thirty two teams, and we were able to do really good and uh we were able to kind of break into that amateur scene and uh i thought i really had a chance to turn this pipe dream into something that i could fulfill you know like my childhood my childhood fantasy um but you know things kind of got in the way the game wasn't working the way it was supposed to and i was getting to a place in my acting career where i kind of had to pick and choose like uh do i do I want to continue down this, you know, professional gaming path or do I want to, you know, focus on my acting because I was at a point where I had to choose one. I couldn't do both. I didn't have the time. I did I didn't have the energy to do both and um just with the way the game was um and all the bugs and all that stuff, I kind of made a decision like, "Hey, I I'm glad that I managed to at least give this a shot and I and I did, you know, manage to play in the halo championship series albeit not not exactly where i wanted to be but i got to compete with with a lot of the top you know 0.1 players in the world and you know me being 26 now you know i for me that was that was finally enough that was enough um it was better than nothing 
um, and I'm happy that I was able to do that. That's, I mean, that, that's crazy that you proved it to yourself. Yeah. Uh, so in, in that sense, or on the acting side, do you think there's ever enough? Like, you'll get to that similar point that you did with video games. I don't really look at uh, with video games in my acting career. I don't really think of it like that. I got um, you. I think there will definitely a point. There, there will definitely be a point where it's enough. Right now, I'm in the point where I have to really dig my heels in, eat shit, you know, be a yes man, take whatever opportunity I can get. But you know, as you see with a lot of A-list celebrities, and I'm not saying I'm going to be an A-list celebrity. That was never really my dream to begin with, with being an actor. But you will see that a lot of successful actors, once they get to a certain point, um, that that it's enough for them. Sometimes they'll turn down roles, and they will, you know, explore different avenues. They'll take, you know, they'll take up less roles and kind of enjoy being a family person, or they'll go and travel, or they'll find a different career path but there, there will definitely be a place in, in my career where i will think that it is enough but right now definitely not i got gotcha. you no 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 yeah definitely yeah. uh still ground zero still uh hella hungry for it um now do you think it's possible for people to do two things like for example i have a day job and i'm trying to pursue this podcast thing do you think it's possible to for me to be able to pull that off and like for me really take this podcasting serious and you know make it happen with a day job or at some point am I just gonna have to be like you know take that leap make that risk you know and just to focus on the podcast at all times <laughs> well it all depends like you have to gauge your your current situation I mean for me in my acting career, you know, I, I have a survival job, you know, I, I, I work a I work a survival job and I do my acting and also while owning my own film production company. And it's like a lot of this stuff. Um, so it depends, you know, if if you're able to put yourself in a place financially where you can give yourself time to really commit 100 percent on your podcast and that's what you want to do, then, you know, go for it. But um, for me, it's it. It all the all depend it kind of all depends on how psychotic you want to be about it you know like mm. you can pull a steam you can pull if you want to like if you're willing to do anything and just eat shit for for what you want then you can pull a steve harvey and you can live in your car and and really just do it if that's what you want to do and you're okay with living in those circumstances then fuck yeah go for it but if if you if you feel like you really need you know find some type of financial stability where you're able to get an income and know you have a place to stay at night and know you have a shower your own shower to be in and you have your own toilet to shit in then there's nothing wrong with that but just just gauge how far you're willing to go and kind of just work off that i got you i got you yeah man i mean that's that's still a lot of self-reflection for me down the road yeah uh i think for me like I, if, if my boss happens to see this <laughs> uh what's it called I, 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 there's a reason why i came back to that job there's there's a certain point where i want to feel like I, i've done what i came back to do and i don't think like i tell this in my head all the time like if you know uh miraculously someone's like we want you to quit your job and and do the podcast full time we'll pay you x amount um it had to be a lot because in my mind, I feel like I'd stay at my day job right now to, to follow through with my vision. And then until I can feel comfortable uh, doing podcasting full time. And I hope those two things just align. Uh, mm -hmm. But we'll, we'll see how it gets there, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see, man. Let's uh, jump into another spin. Here we go. Number two two this time uh this one is <laughs> who do you think you are <laughs> that's that's who the question do i think i am yeah uh, i'm just a dreamer that has no idea what the fuck i'm doing i'm just taking one step at a time and just trying to figure it all out man yeah oh uh, yeah what, what would you say you're about like if you're like i am about this you know and I'm, I'm just all about 
following your dreams and follow following what truly matters at the core of 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 what you believe you're put on this earth to do you know um i've spent years of my life avoiding that mm-hmm. and and now that i have the feeling of of knowing what it's like to waste my life away not doing what what i meant to do i never want to look back and, and be in that place ever again and i never want i never want to see someone else put themselves in that situation ever again because it's one of the worst feelings in the world so you you felt like you had to suppress your dreamer side for a long time and or... it's not that i felt like i had to suppress it i was just lost i was mm-hmm. lost in the world lost in my own uh in, lost in my own head with my own you know baggage and problems and i you know i just felt like i didn't know what i was doing or what i meant to do or who i meant to be and i spent like five six years just working like a robot Mm. and not really doing anything that mattered to me and that was very very scary yeah man because yeah one of my fears is you know being on my deathbed and asking myself with this one life that i had did i really do anything that mattered to me and if i were to say no then i i don't even know what i do man that's that's a scary thing and i never i never want to be in that situation yeah man uh just just describing that that kind of scene i just imagine like you know an old man on, on a deathbed and then just like tear like you know you can't move but you, you see one of those tears fall off and everyone's like what why is what why did that happen you know and then exactly man oh shit man <laughs> it's uh, scary it it really really is i mean and, and if if you kind of think about it i mean even in a situation like that but it could just be like with the way the world is and just how things you know things happen that are just so out of your control the way i see things now it's like i can go at any minute something can happen to me tomorrow next week you know my life could be over at any minute at any given day and just knowing that gives me it feels me knowing that if if i got this one life and i i don't know when i'm gonna go i at least want to spend it knowing that i did something that was meaningful yeah man i mean it's it it hurts me when i know folks aren't doing that you know like it hurts I, me too man you, yeah. you, I, I feel that pain you know i talk to people and you know they talk to me about how they're they want to get out of their nine to five or they at least want to try and do something different but they're too scared um either they're stopping themselves or they have people they're not surrounding themselves with the right people that are telling them not to because it's not you know quote unquote secure or you know any of that you know that's that's it's a very a very bad place to be and if i could i would get everyone out of there yeah man that's not a way that's not the way to live life man uh and i I might i might do the same thing to a fault man because i since i work with kids and high schoolers uh and for me it just feels so fulfilling like oh i'm doing something important that when i have friends who kind of complain about their day jobs i'm like why don't you work with some kids or like you know uh do a workshop or something or something with them because uh that connection that i don't know i'm not trying to sell that career to anybody but you know it's that pure connection and i think a lot of folks get it through their kids so since i don't have kids i think this is how it's fulfilling like that part of my like you know mentorship or trying to be a a father figure or whatever um that's that's how it's being channeled and so for folks out there who don't have families and are feeling like you know robots at a nine to five volunteer at a a school or something uh i mean kids give us a lot of energy anyways like you know how people with babies they all like get up on them like oh give me your yeah give me your youthfulness or whatever uh so yeah similar thing i think for me you know i feel like i'm a grown-ass kid and I, me too, I, man. I'm right there with you. And you work with kids too, right? So it's, it's and I work with kids too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think that's the kind of people like our, ourselves who who 
find some joy and find some that extra um extra calling i wouldn't call it the higher calling but like there's a there's something there for us um mm-hmm. but yeah and i had another one for you i'm trying to remember question i think i, I think i lost it i'm sorry um that's all right i'll come back to you <laughs> yeah it will I, you know it will like after we're done with the conversation <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's how it always happens man <laughs> we're gonna give the wheel another spin Let's do it. Oh, there you go. Came back. You got it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yo, Before yo, we do let it, me know. what was it? We got twenty nine. Before we get to twenty nine, okay. um, it was you talked about beat yourself being at a five, and that you know you learned yep. a thing, new things about yourself. What's the last thing that surprised you about yourself? And you're like, oh shit, I I had that in me. Like I didn't even know. <laughs> uh, 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 jeez, um. I'm gonna have to come back to you on that one, man. Okay, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. back to you on that one. There's, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'll no, get back to you. Don't worry, don't worry. Twenty nine. It relates to what we were just talking about. But at this point, can you say you've lived a full life? I can't say that I lived a full life, but I can say I'm, I'm, I've put myself on the path of living a. Full Mm. that's a lot even that just putting yourself putting yourself on the right track even though it's at the very very beginning that's a very huge step to take yeah yeah well, what is it about this at this point in your life that compared to everything else makes you feel like this is the track this is because uh, I, I i hear you on that i feel the same exact way with my podcast shit man i'm just like all right i know it's not where i want it to be right now but if i just keep hitting the nail then it's gonna get in there right so for you like how come any other moment in the past never felt that way but now it does because in the past i was just you know working at vans working you know working these there's nothing wrong with working these jobs but there was never a sense of a higher purpose i felt like uh just a robot just paying bills getting money paying bills and getting money and never serving um the fire that was that was inside of me and i was just letting it fizzle out and burn you know just burn out um Mm. but now that i've had that reflection and told myself that i have this one life i'm just going to give it all um that was that moment that that happened last year just earlier last year maybe like right after summer um the previous summer where i was like okay i'm uh, i i need to start feeling my fire and the moment i did it was it started off really really small and albeit it's still small and it's not as big as i want it to be but it, the fire is there and i'm i'm tending to it and i'm making sure that it stays stays uh stays lit and um that's all i can really do and it's it takes a lot of work and effort but it's a lot better than just letting that simmer out and and die yeah man that that fire for sure um and like how, how do you keep that flame alive i guess have you ever had a time where like even though you feel like you you're on the right track i know for me sometimes this podcast stuff gets overbearing and i'm just like damn yes i get burnt out all the time i mean even with just dealing with my with my day job i have to come home you know and audition and there are times where i get really burnt out and i get opportunities and i just have i have to say no to them Mm. um because i have to take care of my own health and that's something that i'm still learning how to gauge and um still trying to figure out how much i can take and what i can't take uh and it's, it's important to really reflect on that. And, and even though you have that love for, you know, what you want to do, you don't want to kill yourself trying to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's something that I've been dealing with, you know, ever since I started my acting career was I've been in, I've been in t- too many situations where I have an opportunity to audition for something, but I'm so burnt out um, that I have to say no. 
and I have to give myself that time to recover and then just move on. And I have to tell myself that, okay, even though I missed this opportunity, it's okay because I'm letting myself heal and recover. So I'm ready for next opportunity that I am willing to take. Uh, and sometimes that's a really hard pill to swallow, especially when you're bare bottoms, beggars can't be choosers. You really do feel like you have to take every single opportunity or you feel like, you know, you're, you're scum for or even like saying no to something, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I felt like that a lot, but I've, you know, with a lot of talk with my therapist, you know, he's helped me realize that, um, that there is a balance. And if I don't say no, then I'm probably just gonna end up hating, hating this career. Mm, I gotcha. Yeah, that's something, that's something I don't think about uh, often enough. Uh, I know for me, balance is definitely be that. Let that be the key word in all this. Um, that's something I've been building for myself. You said you were still working on identifying it yep. in those moments. Uh, trust me, man. You said you're 26. Once you turn 30, you're, you're damn good at identifying your balance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, ask any 30 year old. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. Um, it sounds good that you're. It seems like you're ahead of where wherever I was at 26. Um, maybe with the help of your therapist, but it's and that's a good place to be. Uh, I think that will definitely help you on on your journey and your path uh, because he's right that there there is a balance and i don't know what it is maybe it's like you know the chemicals in our brain or our brain not being developed enough but at 18 it felt like there was no no right it was all like go exactly. go 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 it's go go definitely chemicals in your brain man <laughs> once you hit us once you hit like somewhere in your 20s man something happens and you just you just can't take on you, you just feel like you can't take on the world as you really felt like you could when you were 18 oh yeah it's let me tell you something hits you your your knees start to feel a little bit different <laughs> uh <laughs> your energy starts to you have a little bit less patience for things um yeah something something definitely happens man so i got when you're you. young that's that's the best way to do it when you're young man <laughs> that's what they say man and you know it's cra- <laughs> it's like i'm not like i said i'm not knocking nobody but i can definitely tell like the kids who have that head start Maybe they had that support system. Maybe they had the connections uh, that just because like, you know, every I, I don't know. I feel like everyone that that works through it like we are, there's that struggle period. And that's and like when we have nothing and, you know, we keep pushing. And then for some folks, you know, they had the right people in their lives to be like, this is how you do it. And this is where, what you, where you need to go and all that stuff. Uh, so another plug it for working with kids. Maybe be that person for those folks. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably tap in with you at some point um, when you have the time. I, th- I think you know, maybe just even talking one time at one of our our uh, events, man, telling kids what it's like to do your own film production um, and just the challenges because they don't know that stuff, right? And like they're like, Who exactly. Yeah, I think you've always got to um, spread the knowledge, man. Like that, that's what I'm trying to get at for anyone out there. Uh, I think we got time for one more spin. You down? Let's do it. All right, man. Goes the wheel. Last time before we head over to the closeout questions. Number five is. Ooh, what's the difference between best friends and friends? This is something that I personally struggle with. Um, But I guess I can say I recently found out that answer. You know, your best friends are the people that are going to set you straight when you're fucking up. When you fuck up with them, they're not just going to, you know, ghost you or, you know, make you out to be some type of person. They're going to sit you down and say, hey, man, you you did this. You fucked up, you know, but I'm here for you and I'm going to help you out. Like, I'm here to set you straight. You know, like you're my homie. You know, those those are your best friends people that are going to be with you at your lowest and the people that are going to be at you when you know when you're riding on cloud nine and something i've recently discovered where when i was at my lowest is that my best friends that i thought were my best friends you know um i don't really have the opportunity to be around people a lot because i was always moving around because my dad was in the air force um so 
I never really kept friends, but these friends, these, you know, quote unquote, best friends that I thought they, who I thought they were, they were my best friends for like seven years. Maybe I, I you know, I definitely fucked up and I, I may have definitely said some things and I might've tried to, you know, part ways or, you know, do my own thing. But uh, at the end of the day, I came to a point where maybe I realized I fucked up and I had, I was vulnerable enough and I, I put myself in a very vulnerable place and I confronted, attempted to confront them and I reached out to them and I said, hey man, I know it's been a while since we talked, but I want to let you know that whatever happened between us, you know, uh, I might have said some things and I might have fucked up, but you know, I, I still, you know, this friendship really matters to me still and I want to try to make amends and you know fix things in any way that I can you know and I, I put myself out there and just nothing damn man uh, got nothing from them no no just like no thanks I'm good just like ghosted you know and I've known these guys since high school um, and then uh, and it's crazy because I had previously the best friends that I had before I met them I ghosted them for like 10 years and I was talking with my therapist and, and the whole reason why I even got back into this you know reaching out to people back to people was because my therapist was helping me you know figure out friendships and best friends and best friendships and you know what really matters to me and what what people do I really want and need in my life and um that that was the first group of people who I thought I needed and they showed me their true colors and the other group that I reached out to were, uh, you know, were a group of friends that I had in elementary school that I, uh, they were my best friends and I hadn't talked to them in 10 years because, you know, I was going through my own shit. I kind of just like things kind of just stopped, but I reached out to them and they, you know, welcomed me with open arms. And, you know, we did have that talk about like, it's been 10 years, like, where did you go? Mm. Um, and I had to basically say, yeah, I just, I was... I moved away to Germany, you know, I, I was living my own life. Things kind of just happened. And, um, but when it comes down to it, you know, I was like, I, this probably was a friendship that I never should have, you know, left. And if I made, if I had made them feel, feel a certain way, you know, man, I, I owned up to it and I said, Hey, I, 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 you know, it's been 10 years. I, I definitely fucked up, but I just want to let you know, like, Hey, I fucked up. I messed up. But at the, but at the end of the day, y'all still matter to me, and I want to be in your lives. You know, like let's kick it. And they were, they were just like, I, welcome back, <laughs> you know. And kind of that experience really opened my eyes to the kind of people that that that's important to me that I need in my life. Damn, man, that's crazy. Yeah. I think once again, thank you for sharing, man. Um, you know, I've had recent falling out I, I don't think they're recent anymore i think enough time has passed uh <laughs> and i don't think uh like it really matters like that anymore in my mind um yeah definitely i always try to reach out because i know i could have been better as well about the situation um and yeah man some folks you know they're still doing their own thing and maybe you're just part of the past at this point i'm talking to myself yeah. at this and point then, but yeah yeah but even then that's okay you know you know life moves on sometimes friendships aren't meant to last you know forever mm -hmm. and that's okay i hear you man uh, well all right uh thank you for getting deep with me man you know you definitely it's some hard questions uh and we, we're not stopping <laughs> this next part all right is, let's is go even deeper maybe uh so it's, this is an exercise called the 34th mantra. Uh, I'm going to ask okay. you to fill in the phrase, I am, I can, I will. So I am blank, I can blank, I will blank. Uh, I'm going to switch you over to the, the 34th mantra screen. Let me know when you're ready, because it's probably for some folks the most unnerving part, because you'll be talking to yourself. It's like a reflection. Um, but yeah, let me know when you're ready. Okay, let's do it. Let's just jump right in. Here we go, man. I am, I can, I will. How would you fill that in for yourself? I am a dreamer. I can follow my dreams and I will 
succeed. You will, man. You will. You will will. succeed. Uh, And if you ever need a reminder, now you got that little soundbite of yourself telling you that you're going to make it, man. Do it. Nice. (laughs) All right. So we are now in the closeout portion. Uh, This next one is actually going to be a question from my previous guest. So shout out to Jared. Uh, His question for you is, what can you do tomorrow that could spin your life in the direction you want it to head or wants to head? Probably do my laundry. <laughs> Dead ass, bro. It's the little Let me things, tell you, right? I was, it's the little things. I was telling you earlier, man, about how disorganized I am with my ADHD. And, you know, I'm a huge Jordan Peterson fan. And, you know, you know what he's all about, you know, just making making your bed, you know? Mm, hey. it's, it's, the, it's the smallest thing. It's the foundation of, like, how, how your days go, man. And I'm very bad at making my bed and doing those basic things and doing my laundry. But let me tell you, once I get that shit down, nothing can stop me. <laughs> let me tell you, I ain't playing around. Once I figure out how to do that shit, I'm going to be unstoppable. All right. Did you just uh, reference? Sorry, my... I don't know if you saw, I pulled my cord, so I, I caught the very oh, end did. of that. But were you just referencing uh, Jordan Peterson or no? I was. I was. Very controversial figure, man. So yep. what, what's your take on that guy? <laughs> uh, when it comes to just the basics of, you know, we can talk, you know, I, I'm not, I don't really, really want to get into like the politics of it all. But we don't need to. One yeah. thing. Yeah. But just the one basic like thing that he talks about is just how important it is to just build your foundation of when you wake up just make your bed you know start with something small that will help you build the foundations of your life and get you in um get you in a better place put some put some organization in your life and for me that's something that i definitely need the most i hear you man i i definitely like that piece from him as well uh, I, I honestly, I, I, ha- I don't watch the news. I don't listen to every single thing he says. So I don't know why he's controversial at this point. Because <laughs> I do agree with him at that at that part, right? Like, mm-hmm. get, get your shit together. Or if you want to change the world, yep. start with making your bed. And Amen. Def- yeah. And I'm, I'm a person who always told myself in my life, like, I want to change the world. And that just stuck with me because, like, <laughs> I don't always make my bed either. So it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's something that I felt like you're right. If there's one goal, right, is every morning make your bed, feel good about that win, and hopefully, it it causes a ripple effect throughout your day, throughout your life. Uh, exactly. All right, man. Second to last question uh, is going to be: What would you like to ask the next guest on Thirty Four Questions? Okay. Um, my question for the next guest: Shout out, next guest, whoever you are. My question for you is have you discovered your purpose and if you have what are you doing to fulfill that and if you haven't what are you doing to try to find out what that purpose is it's kind of a long one no it's cool I'm, I'm writing it down just so I don't forget and I, I never say this but I'll tell you that it's probably going to be a little paraphrased uh, because the way I write no, it. No, go ahead, man. To, uh, so, yeah, I will I'll do my best. Um, but I got you, man. This this one is, is, is definitely deep for some folks. Uh, and all I can hope is for honesty. And if it's true, then more power to that person. Purpose is like, even though I feel like I'm on the right track, I, I still, if someone was going to ask me what my purpose is, I still wouldn't know uh, at mm-hmm. this point. So yeah man all right uh here we are finally made it to the last question of the podcast man this one is 100 200 300 years from now your descendants are watching this video what would you like to tell them that's a good one uh i would like to tell them No matter what people tell you, no matter who it is, if it's your sister, 
brother, your mom, dad, cousin, grandpa, grandma, I don't give a fuck. If you have something that truly matters to you and you believe in it wholeheartedly, then you go out and do it. Even if you have to do it yourself and pave your own way, you do it. That's it. Let's go, man. Let's go. Uh, any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here, man? Uh, nah, man. Just shout outs to you. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, and uh, I guess. How can people find yeah. info about you or your work and, and all that good stuff? Yeah, man. Um, I usually just operate through Instagram. So for any of y'all watching that's interested in following me and my uh, my journey, uh, you can catch me on Instagram at Jamar Bahala. That's J-A-M-A-R-B-A-J-A-L-A on Instagram. And you need to make that into a tune or something. You know, the J-A-M-A, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> now you got me thinking. All right. <laughs> Uh, but for sure, man. I want to thank you again, Jamar, for, for stopping by. Definitely appreciate hearing your story. And I hope the folks did as well. Um, for everyone out there listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, definitely appreciate your time as well. Remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. And we'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions. Peace. <laughs> and then it, uh, it fades out from there, man. 